This is Just Women, every Tuesday at one o'clock on Brooklyn's radio. And I'm delighted to introduce Sue Towner of Your Listening Ear. And Sue describes herself as a business agony aunt. So welcome, Sue. Thank you very much for inviting me. Our pleasure. So um, I believe that your earlier years, and you still continue to be an accountant, um, but you have branched out and started your own business called Your Listening Ear. So Tell me a little bit about how that transition came about. Well, over the years, I've had a number of different jobs and different um, businesses, some of which certainly haven't worked that well. I mean, when I left school, I started off analysing sausages for David Greggs, but that was enough to put me (laughs) off for life. So moving on from that, I applied for a job as an assistant accountant, having never even been in an office, not not even worked in one, and got it on sheer cheek, and just drifted into accountancy that way. But again, I've run a junk shop. I think I must have kept half the stock. Uh, I also ran a club, and if that made a profit, I probably drank it. But they were things I wanted to try, because I believe in life the two worst words that go together are, if only. So if you want to give it a try, go for it. But I enjoyed accountancy, but it's time to do something different. I'm officially retiring from the practice on the 31st of March, which may come as news to any of uh, our clients who might be listening because I've not formally announced it yet. But... I've been doing a bit of mentoring with Young Enterprise, which is a superb organisation. I advise anybody who wants to encourage youth to get involved and doing a bit of one-to-one with a university student. And having made so many mistakes in business, I thought it might help to try and stop other people doing the same. Uh, It's not really coaching. I'm not qualified for coaching. But when you work alone, you can sometimes get into panic mode. You just need a sounding board. And that's what I'd like to be. Sit down, talk for an hour or so. If the person needs formal coaching, then I'd be able to tell them that and point them in someone else's direction. But often, when you start to talk about what's worrying you, you actually sort it out for yourself. But it is having someone there to talk to. So I want to give it a try. So it it could potentially appeal to those small businesses like myself who uh, work in isolation for a lot of the week and sometimes you get a thought in your mind which then spirals but you don't have that agony aunt as you describe yourself to go to would that be that's the thing it's just give me a call we can meet up have a cup of coffee and hopefully within an hour you've calmed down you've got your thoughts straight and are ready to move on i can help you make lists of priorities that's often the problem and then you decide for yourself how Mm -hmm. to go forward but it's just getting your thoughts straight that was one of my questions actually what are the common concerns so it is that thought process and understanding. One of the last uh, ladies that I was talking to, her main problem was looking after clients but finding premises, having to get new leaflets printed, things like that. And it was prioritising what had to come first. It's no good printing leaflets if you haven't got an address to put on them. So finding the premises was the priority. So we calmed down. She could look after her clients that she already had in temporary uh, places. But she now knows to go out and try and find a place to work from for herself. And so how long would your engagement with a particular business be? It would probably be an initial hour. 
and if they want to come back and sit down for another hour or I would always be grateful if they let me know if they've got themselves sorted out but it's a very ad hoc thing I'm there when I'm needed but I'm not pushing for a long-term commitment and so who are your typical clients? It would be possibly a lady working from home trying to juggle the family uh, and also the business, but having nobody at home who really understands what they're trying to do. But it's any small business, anybody, usually a sole trader, I would think, or somebody perhaps within uh, a bigger organisation who started to lose their track. And do you work with startups? Yes, yes, very much so. I'd like to encourage startups. Right, and what sort of costs do you charge? I'm charging £20 an hour, and if we're out, I shall probably buy the coffee. If the people Sounds I'm a good deal. <laughs> well, the people I'm aiming for, if they're starting out, they certainly don't have large amount of funds. And this is, if you like, a taster to see if they need an ongoing support by somebody with the professional qualifications. And what sort of businesses have you been dealing with up to now? Quite a mixture. It's... A it's not been a huge number, to be honest, because still working with the accountancy practice, I'm going to be all systems go in April, but it's been a, a sociologist, um, somebody in the medical profession, and uh, just odd people, mainly that I've been speaking to at Kingston Chambers, just to have a chat with them. Uh, that's where I do most of my networking and thoroughly enjoy the social side of it as well. But doing things like that has actually given me another thing to get into. Uh, I do all my presentations in rhyme and it's become a habit now. It's expected that I have to have a different poem every time. I've decided to offer it as a service as well and I've, the first time I announced that I've got two commissions so I scribble things down when I'm out and about and uh, I've done one for today as well just in case Excellent. We'll have to hear that later, won't yes. we, Penny? Yes, we'll save that. We'll <laughs> save you. that for a while. So um, if somebody's listening into the show now why, why would you say they should choose you and beyond? Because there are a lot of businesses out there who offer the mentoring programs etc etc but what, what's unique about you so I'm just offering a one-off sit down and chat not a huge commitment I don't want people to sign up for a course or anything like that it's just so that they can get their initial worries out into the open then they'll be better in a position to decide if they need something a bit more I'm just there to start putting them on the road Okay, and you mentioned uh, the mentoring with Youth Enterprise. Can you tell us a little bit more? This is something apparently it's been going on for 50 years and it's in the lower sixth form. They have to start a company. They have to get together, work as a team and they find a product, they do the presentations, they raise funds and it teaches them all about business and is a really good grounding for if they go out into the wide world. And can local businesses get involved with that as well? They are encouraged to. The more they can, the better. It's not a vast commitment. It's once a week during term between May and July. So I thoroughly enjoy it. I do feel that the young are our future. If we can't encourage the young, we don't have a future. And it is quite inspiring to see some of these teams, the way they come together, the way they present, and their understanding of business by the time the scheme comes to an end. 
Okay, thank you. And in terms of your um, connection with the Chamber, you mentioned that that's the best route for your networking. Are there any other networking groups that you belong to or would recommend? I don't actually belong to any more at the moment. I've been along to one or two and um, my co-director, Angela, goes to BNI. I've stood in for her there, but I find that perhaps a little bit regimented and uh, not quite for me. I'm looking at Athena, which is the ladies' group. I've been along to that and they do go to lunch in one of the best restaurants in Surbiton. So <laughs> it has yes, I have heard the French table, it yeah. is wonderful. Yeah. The trouble is, it does get a little bit noisy in there, and it only goes quiet when dinner is served. <laughs> yes, <laughs> true enough. Um, and so you mentioned your early days as, um, did you say a sausage? Analyzing sausages sausage. for David Gregg. So I was forced into sciences at school, so I had to take a job in a laboratory. My headmistress told me I was going to teach science. I told her I wasn't and walked out at the end of the lower sixth. So I just got a job because you had to if you left school. But seeing the factory and doing that day in and day out was just definitely not for me. Why was that? Was it just mundane or it was mundane it was also so old-fashioned and really not not that pleasant right <laughs> so you definitely chose the right course then yes I think I actually left that job before I was sacked so I was not doing very well towards the end and um, do you have any advice to offer people out there and in, in, if somebody were listening today and they were thinking about starting their own business, are there any learnings that you can share that might help them on their way? If they really want to do it, go for it. It's often jumping at the deep end can sometimes work for the best. Start doing a lot of research into rules and regulations and you might not take the plunge. Give it a go but be ready to say it's not worked but I have tried and ask for help along the way but don't just sit there and say well perhaps I will go for it. But what about the funding issues? Because that's the biggest that uh, is, deterrent for that people to start up. That can be a problem. Up. That yeah. can be a problem. You will need, if you're going to need funding, if it's not something that you can just sit at a desk and do at home, then you have got to get together a decent business plan. You've got to get your thoughts straight, your aims and objects, and also work out exactly how much money you're going to need, how much you've got yourself, and how much you have to borrow, and then start uh, looking at the different options. Funding is becoming a bit more readily available for startups, providing you've got something well put together. And what are your views about crowdfunding? I know people who've been very successful with it. It's something I really want to find out a bit more about because I think that's um, a direction to go in. I'm actually talking to one lady at the moment who wants to start a very specialised restaurant. Um, oh, that sounds interesting. It does. <laughs> I will talk to you about that later. Yes, you must. But she's going to need some serious funding. Oh. So I think we're going to be looking into crowdfunding for her. So is it something that perhaps people can look into? I think it's option? well worth rese researching as an option. Um, it does mean that you are answerable to other people. Quite often these people will want a share of your business. Mm -hmm. So the traditional lenders, if you've got the right business plan and the right collateral, is still go to the main banks. 
And what about Dragon's Den? What do you think about that? That would frighten the life out of me. That's a good idea for somebody to get on that if they could. It would frighten the life out of me. But I know a lot of um, the colleges actually put on things like that for their students to give them some sort of practice. So, yes, if you're ambitious, go for it. Okay. Well, I think, don't we think uh, we should listen to Sue's poem now, Penny? I'd love to. (laughs) Yes, please go ahead, Sue. Well, this was scribbled down out there, so I don't know how good it is. But Brooklyn's radio is on the air, and I've been in invited there to talk about your listening ear i hope to make my message clear i'm here to help with business woe revive that old get up and go just sit with me and talk things through we can decide what to do to get your thoughts back in line so everything turns out fine so please remember that i'm here ready to help i'm your listening ear well, that's fantastic, isn't that? it? Well, yeah, well done. Well, that's fabulous, isn't it? I see our producer over there, Dave's really enjoying that one. That's really great. So do you have some tips for us then for people going into business or who are in business? Is to stay focused, but make sure that you still get your life work balance right. Don't forget your family, but make sure they support you. You will need that support at home to be able to cope. But really, give it a good try. If you want to do it, go for it. And do you think that currently there is a sort of business that um, is perhaps doing well, better than others? Like, for example, what brings to, to mind is dog walkers. Apparently dog walkers are doing incredibly well right now and sort of home bakeries and this sort of thing. Is, is there a sort of trend in, in types of businesses? I think that's right. You've got to be a bit careful with the home bakery, which a lot of people don't realise is the health and hygiene regulations about an extra sink, being able to uh, do cooking from home. A lot of caterers will cater on other people's premises. Dog walking certainly seems to be in vogue, but do make sure you look at the proper insurances for all of this. Insurance is an absolute must. Right, okay. And of course, getting a good accountant, I would have thought, is that beyond, you know, is the first priority, I would have thought. Somebody to help, somebody you can talk to, and somebody who's not too expensive. And should all new businesses be VAT registered? No. Um, you don't need to VAT register until your turnover reaches a certain threshold. In some instances, it is worth going for a voluntary registration, such as a consultant, who will then go on a flat rate scheme so they actually mean end up keeping a bit more in their pocket but do talk that sort of thing through with an accountant first it's easy to that register it's not so easy to deregister right uh, really is that right yes it's more difficult to deregister it takes time you have to be registered for a certain time you can't turn around after your first quarter and say i don't like it i don't want it anymore and you might end up having to pay back some of what you've claimed gosh that's very interesting and uh, so what do you see uh, for your future then what are your future plans with your listening ear i th- i'm looking forward to meeting a lot more people to actually going out a bit more myself as well and hopefully to get some feedback that i've actually been able to help fantastic well thank you so much would you like to give us your website details it's my brand new website it's www.yourlisteningear.co.uk thank you very much sue thank you so that was sue from your listening ear you're listening to just women on brooklyn's radio you can join in by emailing any comments or questions you may have to just women at brooklynsradio.co.uk or check us out on Facebook. Search for Just Women at Brooklyn's Radio. Just Women is just what you need.